Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and I'm not making this up but today I'm here to talk about Man United's 4-0 defeat away in the Premier League against Brighton. It is a real result that did happen I'm afraid. Well if you're a rival fan you probably like that but um, uh, what do I talk about with this episode? Um, I actually missed, the, well, I've seen them now. But I actually missed the second, third and fourth goal because my uh, Sky Sports stream decided that it wasn't going to work properly. But I have seen them all. Um, there's no need to like specifically analyse every single goal. Um, so this is mainly just going to be talking about the performance. I will do play ratings of some assemblance but I don't want to spend as much time digging into everything. Um... Just because there's just we 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 know the situation, right? I don't need to like you know go over everything again. Um, we needed we need a, a new midfield. Yep, new midfield because two of the midfielders that we played today are leaving anyway, and the third one has repeatedly repeatedly proved that he is not good enough. I'm talking obviously about McTominay, and the two that I'm talking about obviously they're leaving. Is Matic and Mata. Um, Bruno Fernandes did not have a good game either. Um, so we need a brand new midfield. Because um, the only midfielders I'd like to keep next season. I suppose Bruno but on the bench. Um, Van der Beek. Garner. And Tannable. I suppose. I don't want Fred and McTominay anymore. Don't want them. Um, Pogba's going. And all the others are going. But uh, no. Need a new midfield. Need to sort out the front line. Because uh, we've got an out of form Rashford. An out of form Malanga. 37 year old Ronaldo. 34 year old Cavani. Or however old he is. Um, Martial who's on loan. Lingard who's leaving. Um, we don't have uh, obviously got Garnaccio he hasn't even really been put into this team yet um, out of those I'd probably keep Rashford but use him in the way that I've explained before keep Ronaldo for one more season because if you lose Ronaldo next season and you don't replace him uh, going to be in even bigger trouble but for me these last two games I mean there's only one left now is just okay let's just see what these players do in these last two games See the season out. And uh, just try to move on to next season. Um, in case some of you don't follow the league table. We can now not get top four. Um, we will not be playing Champions League football next season. Can't happen. Uh, let me explain quickly as to why. I usually do the league table thing at the end. But um, anyway. So uh, Arsenal who have played 34 games have got 63 points. Um, Tottenham, who are playing currently their 35th game, have got 62 points. It's currently nil-nil with Liverpool and Tottenham. That scoreline will probably change when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we've played 37 games, so we've got one game left, and we've got 58 points. Obviously, draw is a point, win is three, zero is uh, foot for a defeat. So we can't actually catch Tottenham, let alone Arsenal. So we will not be playing Champions League football next season I just closed the app by accident my fault um, so that's all gone I mean we knew top 4 was gone 
probably when we lost to Arsenal. That was probably the nail in the coffin. But mathematically, there was still a chance. There no longer is. Uh, so what happened today? Um, Brighton... we got to give a lot of respect to Brighton, I think, actually. Um, and it's either again... I mean, Brighton have been known to be like... Okay, you know, they're a mid-table team. They are actually ninth in the league table. But they put on a pretty good performance at points. Um... They played well against us in the past. Um, from what I understand, they've played well generally this season. Um, but they played. They, I think we allowed them to play better than they even usually are. Um, I just we just can't. It's whether you want to put Fred McTominay, Pogba, Matic. Obviously, Donny's not been here for like five months. Well, he's not really been here ever, to be honest. Because he's barely been given a game a, a chance of games. Whether you want to argue about like. Oh no it's got to be Fred and Matic. Or it's got to be Fred and McTominay. Or McTominay and Matic. Or Pogba and McTominay. Or Matic and Pogba. We just don't control the midfield. In games. They had. Um, now credit to Basuma. He's a very good player. Um, Boston midfield. Again. Happened against Watford, happened against Middlesbrough, happened against City, happened against Liverpool, happened against Brighton. For some reason, didn't happen against Brentford. Um, I I look at that uh, uh, Brentford game from, when was it that we even played? The last game. That felt like an anomaly. Uh, Because even as, I mean, Matic and Mata weren't the worst players on the pitch today. But they weren't really able to put in the same impact that they did the other day. But um, Brighton were doing what I expect big teams to do, which is press the teams on the ball. They pressed the hell out of us today. Um, Midfield, closing the ball down, tackling players, getting involved. And sure, if you look at like, okay, Basuma against Matic and Mata and all these like, you know, um, uh, you know, um, old, uh, older players like with experience and they've won things and all that. Um, sure, you could look statistically in Matic and Mata are probably better players than Basuma, and it's not on them, like I said. But you even look at like Lindelof and Varane and all these other all these other players, Bruno Fernandes, um, who's supposed to be world class players. Um, but sometimes it's about the fight. It's not always about the quality. But at the moment, we don't seem to have the quality or the fight. But, because, yeah, they they were knocking the ball around, they were organised, they were coordinated, they they knew where each of them were. There was a few sloppy passes now and again from Brighton, because obviously, again, they're Brighton, they don't have quite the quality of everybody else. And Graham Potter's done a really good job over there. I've been hearing about how good of a job he's done over at Brighton, but he's really got them playing some pretty decent football. Does it mean that they're going to win the FA Cup or Carabao Cup or the league or the Champions League? No. I mean, you know, they might win a, you know, Carabao Cup one day or something like that, but um, Brighton's a team that typically you'd look at and maybe think, okay, not, not relegation fodder in the way you look at like a Watford or something, although Watford beat us as well. So, you know, what's that? Um... But Brighton's a team that you'd look at at the start of a hypothetical season and you'd go, okay, they could, you know, if Brighton didn't turn up, they could get relegated. Um, So they've achieved their goal this season. They obviously won't be getting relegated. But 
tell you what, they outplayed us today. They outplayed, outfought us. Um, and just we just we just didn't turn up. Just didn't turn up at all. So yeah, what what more is there to say? Um, is any of this on Ralph? Um, some of it, maybe some of it. Um, games like this do make you wonder what goes on in the training ground. And I was at my uh, cleaning job on, uh, well, throughout the week, but on um, Friday. And I was listening to a Man United piece of content. I can't remember where it was from. And I was thinking, like, okay, right now, right in that moment when I was at that school. Because I clean at a school, for those of you that don't know. And I was I was either in the middle of hoovering a carpet. Just a normal, standard thing for me to do. At work. And okay not a game on right now. You know it's like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. <laughs> There's obviously not going to be a game at that point. And I was thinking. Because I was thinking about May United. Because I was listening to May United content. And I was thinking I wonder if these players are at training right now. I was thinking. And then I thought. Okay if they are at training like right now. What are they doing? You know, who's got the good attitude, the bad attitude? What are they working on? What is Ralph teaching them to work on? Um, are they responding to what Ralph is telling them? Some of them are, maybe some of them aren't. It's just a, a, a thought that went through my head. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. But, um, do you know what? Good luck to Ten Hag for next season. Because you're really going to need it. You're really going to need it. Um... I still can't put quite put my finger on. Okay, it's, obviously there's a lot to do with matter, but the the last game we've so so much different, just so much different compared to how we've been in the last what two months, three months, four months, you could argue. Um, because we were out of the Champions League by what the end of February. Um, some people said that after the Atletico game, when we got knocked out, that's when things really changed. Um, but this has been a really rough season. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, let's uh, let's get to the summary. Uh, if I can remember some of these goals, um, there was the first goal. Um, actually, do I want? Do I want to? Because I, I I've been listening to a few people that talk that cover Man United, and they've tried to do like shorter episodes and not really delve into stuff. And their argument has been like. Us as content creators that are talking about Man United, you know, putting in the effort and the time, record episodes, get thumbnails, put in the title, edit the episodes, put them out, promote them. It's a process. But if these players aren't putting in the effort that they should be, why should we as the content creators? Um, so, should I analyse every single... I mean, I'd like a couple of comments to make about the first goal, so I'll just, I'll just do that one. Um... Yeah, it's just, I mean, just, why is the shot not being blocked? Why does it go through Lindelof's legs? Why does McTominay not block the shot? How does that shot get through on goal? All those kind of normal questions. Um, But you could tell from the first 10 minutes. I mean, it took them 15 minutes to score their first goal. They're completely dominating us from the first Two minutes, three minutes, five minutes. Um, didn't take them long to get stuck in. It really didn't. Um, first, like you know, 
minute or two, the ball's been kind of knocked around, everybody's getting a, a feel for the game. Um, although you can score a goal within seconds in football, it, it takes obviously less than a minute uh, to score a goal in football. Um, you could probably have the ball down at one end and kick it up the other end and score within about five to ten seconds if you're quick enough. You know, things can change very quickly in football, but nah, just from like the first couple of minutes, um, they're just just all over us, knocking the ball around, closing us down, winning the ball back physically, outplaying us. So, yeah, um, but yeah, the goals happened. Uh, I'm I'm not going to get into them and, and, and analyze them. Um, there's just there's not <laughs> this point in the season with everything. There's just there's not particularly. A lot of point. I will. I will say some things in the player ratings. That's where I'll get into a bit more discussion. Um, but uh, let's take a quick look, actually, at this Brighton team. Who from this Brighton team would get into the Man United team? Sanchez, the goalkeeper, uh, did pretty well. Made a couple of saves. Um, Basuma would definitely. I would take him. I would take Lamptey. I would take uh, Trossard. Looked pretty good. Um, now, would these would any of these players be good in like a Champions League game against like Atletico Madrid? I don't know, but um, it's a few of them I would I would take Lamptey, Basuma, Casido. I think his name was Trossard, Carrera. Um, all looked uh, fairly good. All looked fairly good. So, anyway, um, I don't really want to delve too much into the goals. As I mentioned, uh, my phone is actually dying at the moment so let's take a quick break do some housekeeping and then just get into player ratings and finish this out for today and then we just got one more game left for the season so take a quick break and i will see you for that in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or 
film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, today I went out to see uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I gave that one of my must-see ratings, and I talked about that, of course, on that podcast. The first half of that is spoiler-free. Believe me, you don't want to see that film, knowing the spoilers, because I did. I was spoiled on the film before I saw it, which did massively affect my enjoyment of the film. Still enjoyed it for the most part, still really enjoyed it. Uh, you can listen to this first part of that, which is spoiler-free. So that's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, over on the Better Call Soul podcast, uh, we're still covering that uh, for Better Call Soul Season 6, Episode 4. Is the newest one. Uh, speaking of the MCU, Moon Knight Season 1 also finished. That's the first season. There's mixed reports on if there's going to be a second one. But we will probably see that character again somewhere anyway. Uh, I did give that I don't skip rating. First half is spoiler-free. Uh, but that's for Moon Knight Season 1. Uh, over on the chat podcast for this month, um, I uh, yeah, did a, uh, did that for this month uh, for April 2022. So taking a look at last month and how it went for uh, entertainment talk. I also talked about gender education and how that should be um, arranged and well, just gender ed- education and that sort of stuff. I uh, also talked about the uh, abortion debate going on as well because America decided to be weird about that. Uh, so there's that, and also talked about a bunch of other stuff, bit of mental health talk, bit of behind the scenes talk, all that kind of thing as well. I uh, also got the three nil Brentford podcast. Um, be great if we could do that again. Uh, over on the gaming talk podcast, uh, last week talked about Call of Duty Modern Warfare to the official logo was revealed so the game is now official it's real and it is in development from infinity ward i talked about my expectations things like that and what you could possibly expect from call of duty modern warfare 2 that's coming out i also talked about sifu that's got an update dying light 2 which has also got an update and we did our predictions for the microsoft and bethesda games showcase over on netflix i reviewed the second season of russian doll entirely spoiler free uh was that spoiler free uh first half was spoiler free for the for the podcast so there was all of that uh that's my must-see review review for russian doll on netflix uh analyzing television episode 16 david joined me for that one and we talked about the netflix situation with what's going on over there uh and that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms all right let's do these player ratings um De Gea gets a 6. I don't think the goals were his fault again. Uh, but he didn't stop them going in. So he didn't really have one of his 10 out of 10 games. But still um, did what he did as usual. Um, the next 5 players I'm going to give a 0. So that's going to be Delo, Lindelof, Varane, Tellez and McTominay. Are all going to get a 0. Because if they let 4 goals in basically um yeah i just in terms of i mean i don't really know about the fullbacks the, the fullbacks the low and tellers have been so up and down sometimes like sometimes they'll do something really really good and you think oh do more of that 
And then they like lose the ball really stupidly or make a really bad cross and you're like, now nah, we need, need to upgrade on them. Um, so maybe we do just need to upgrade on them. I don't really know what to do with Delo and, and Tellers. I still think Tellers should be used as a as a winger, maybe. So he's got defensive cover behind him. Um, Varane I thought was surprisingly bad. You know, we we look at him as the sort of best defender. Um, Eric Bailey still the best defender, but um, he let the team down again today. Lindelof was back to his terrible worst. I didn't say terrible best, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, was just back to being terrible. You know, over the last what month or so, I've given him some better comments than that, but um, nah, just no. Nah, he, he just he got nutmegged for a goal, and um, yeah, was just back to being his worst self, Lindelof today, and uh, it was not nice to see. Uh, McTominay is just invisible. In midfield completely and utterly invisible he doesn't contribute to the team much at all the most he'll do is put in a very aggressive tackle maybe get the ball and then make a sideways five yard pass um i can't remember the last time i looked at mctominay and thought you had a really really good game but back in 2019 when people were like, oh, McTominay's really good, he should be a captain. I was agreeing with that. But that was in 2019. That was three years ago. Uh, things can change, and things have changed for McTominay. Um, whether you want to put McTominay with, like, Roy Keane, or Fred, or Basuma, or Rice, we need better. We need better than, than McTominay in midfield. Fred now and again can give you a bit of something. But. Just. just We need to upgrade on both of them. Really. At best. Fred is a player you could bring on. For a bit of energy and a bit of tenacity. But if we want to get anywhere near back to where we used to be. You've got to upgrade on both of them. You've really got to upgrade on both of them. But. There's been this discussion about McTominay. And sort of he hides in games and like he doesn't track runners. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't really. I mean they've both been talked about before. Fred and McTominay. About like oh they run around a lot. And they, they, they're like energy on the pitch. McTominay doesn't really do. It's more Fred that does. When they're playing together and you've got the classic McFred. It's more Fred that does that. It's not. McTominay doesn't. I don't. When was the last time McTominay ran around the pitch? Like, pressing and chasing down and, you know, getting stuck in. Um, unless it was him trying to show his passion and, like, you know, kicking someone in the leg or something, trying to get sent off. Um, we, we can't we can't play with him in the midfield. We just we just can't do it anymore. Um, but we can't, we can't have a defence with Lindelof in it anymore. He's been better at times with Varane, but it's just not been consistent enough. Um, going forward, I think, defensively... Varane, yes, is the option for the next couple of years, but he needs a new centre-back partner with him. As much as I want that to be Eric Bailey, it probably won't. Uh, so you're probably looking at signing a new centre-back. Because it's not going to be Jones, it's not going to be Maguire. Uh, maybe like a Mengi or somebody, who knows. Uh, in terms of midfield, we, we we honestly need just like three new midfielders. Um, we probably need five, actually. Because... 
Hannibal probably isn't going to play regularly next season. Garner isn't probably. Um, Bruno probably will. And hopefully Van der Beek will. But that's two. You probably need two really good options on the bench. And three really good players starting. But I don't really know that Bruno's... Bruno's not in a position for me where he should be starting games at the moment. He's not in form. Um, So... Yeah, anyway, that's a discussion on all of that. Uh, and Matic, um, I'd probably give Matic like a uh, a four. Um, I actually felt, well, one of the maybe one of the differences between this and the Brentford game, Brentford didn't really close us down like Brighton did. And as much ability and intelligence as Matic and Matic have both got, I don't think they were actually quick enough for this game. Uh, I did notice they were trying to do... Both of them were trying to do things. But they... Their speed was being sort of shown up in this game. Whereas I don't remember that really happening against Brentford. Especially with Mata. Um, he got a lot more... Mata against Brentford got a lot more room to do what he can do. He didn't against Brentford. No, no, Nobody in this team really did today get like the room that they needed to actually do things. So um, I'd probably give... Uh, I'd give Matic maybe a 4... I'd give the same to Mata. Uh, Bruno, I'd give a zero. I don't think he did anything today. Alanga, I'd give a zero. I don't think he did anything today. Um, he got tackled a lot of times by their... Um, uh, Corello, whatever his name is. Um, he got tackled a lot of times by him. Like, a lot of times. And as as, as much as, like, you know... Alanga's young and developing. Sure. Yeah, he is. But... Um, he got caught so many times on the ball today. He really, really did. It was disappointing. Ronaldo. I don't remember anything Ronaldo did in this game. How many times did Ronaldo get the ball? Um, I'll probably just stick an average six on him, I suppose. Is my man of the match? Who the hell is my man of the match? Um, Either Ronaldo or De Gea again, probably. Because uh, no- nobody else had like a good game, per se. So anyway, um, in terms of subs and what times they were and who was taken off and whatnot, <clears throat> again, there's not uh, anything new to analyse. Cavani came on, Fred came on, and for some reason, I guess Maguire came on because go to a back five and that stops us conceding more goals. Even though Maguire's been terrible all season, I guess that was the logic behind that. Fred. Um, so what actually were these subs? Uh, half time. <clears throat> Cavani on for Matic. Fred on for Langa. And then Maguire on for Mata. Why was McTominay and Lingard still... Uh, Lingard. Why was McTominay and Lindelof still on the pitch? Why was Delo still on the pitch? Um, yeah. I wouldn't have really taken off Mata and Matic necessarily. Uh, Alanga I probably would have. Uh, and then Lindelof and McTominay I would have taken off. There seems to be some sort of obsession with playing McTominay as of late. I don't know what it is. So well, not as of late, but you know, for a while. So, um, but on the bench we had Cavani, um, Fernandez, the left back, uh, Fred, Ganacho, Henderson, Jones, Lingard, Maguire, Wambasaka. That's a terrible bench. I mean, those bottom four players, Jones, Lingard, Maguire, Wambasaka. 
Yeah, those are pretty bad options. Ganacho's new, Henderson's terrible, Cavani's leaving, Fernandez is new, and Fred isn't good enough. So <laughs> that's one of the worst benches I've seen all season. I mean, there is. I mean, obviously, we don't know much about Ganacho and Fernandez yet, but Cavani's a good player. And Fred can do some stuff now and again. Um, but yeah, there's a good like half of that bench you could just sell, probably. So, yep. There we go. Anyway, um, shorter episode today. Uh, just yeah, we just need to get this season over with. Um, there's actually no game for the next two weeks. Oh, there is a game in two weeks' time. It's on the twenty second against Crystal Palace. Will we do anything? I don't know. Uh, I mean, let me just check. Um, so we can't 59, 60, 61 we can't catch Tottenham um, West Ham are wait, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 West Ham are 6 points behind us and have got 2 games in hand I think one of those is against Tottenham or Arsenal or somebody like that um, Wolves have got, uh, sorry, West Ham, uh, Wolves probably won't catch us, no, they're, um, eight points behind, although they could, I, I, I guess, oh, yeah, they got four games, um, what do three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, uh, oh no, they've played 35, sorry, so, six, seven, eight, nine points, yeah, Wolves can catch us, yeah, if they win their games, uh, if we lose our last one. Um, so West Ham can certainly catch us. Um, so we could end up ninth, possibly. Uh, Brighton have got a game in hand over us. Um, but they've played one more than the Wolves, so they can't actually catch us on points. So yeah, um, it's Europa League, Conference League, or nothing. Uh, no European football. Um, so yeah. Because uh, we can't get Champions League football now. Because we're not... The other option, obviously, is if you win the Europa League, you get qualification for the Champions League. But we're not in Europa League either. So, there we go. Uh, neither are West Ham, which is interesting. Because uh, West Ham got knocked out the Europa League. So, they can't get that Champions League qualification. Um, I don't know if West Ham are bothered about differences between Conference League and Europa League. Uh... Yeah, I think seventh is is Conference League. Although there's a thing about like the FA Cup as well, which is obviously Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, so I have to I have to see what goes on there. But Champions League football's off now. Um, so that's that. So yeah, uh, one more game. Uh, I'm glad there's no game next week because I don't want to see that again next week. <laughs> Uh, although if you gave me the option like hey if you could watch the Palace game tomorrow and just get the season over with I would probably do that just so that we can just just so that like I could watch the Palace game whatever happens happens if we lose 4-0 or win 4-0 or whatever and then I can just honestly not think about May United until the transfer window opens so yeah but uh, two weeks time Sunday because obviously everybody plays last game of the season um uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, there we go. The only uh, things we got left is let's hope Liverpool don't do the quad. 
because that would be very upsetting. Um, they might do three trophies, but they might not win the league. Um, but because Man City obviously not in the Champions League, so do you know what's really? Um, and I spoke to my dad about this actually after the uh, Liverpool and the Man City Champions League games in midweek, and I spoke to my mum about it as well. Well, I, I spoke to my dad about it, and then I spoke to my mum because I I said about uh, what me and my dad were talking about. But anyway, what we were talking about is like. How annoying is it that, because um, th- this this was a conversation we had before Man City got knocked out, and we were saying like, hey Liverpool, I've got one of the four. It's up to them to to like who's going to win the league, and then uh, Man City can't win the FA Cup. And I, I was actually sitting there, like both both of us Man United fans sitting there, and because we can't win any of the four of those. And we were deciding between us, or not deciding, obviously we don't decide, we're discussing between us, like, okay, which which things of, like, our rivals winning stuff would be the best result? Like, basically saying to my, because, I mean, both of us hate Liverpool, so obviously we don't want Liverpool to win anything. But, um, and then it was like, okay, if City win the, win the, um, win the league, which is like the only good option in my eyes. I do not want Liverpool winning the league. If they win that, like, are we okay with Man City winning the Champions League? Um, is that, but, but we shouldn't have to be having that discussion. We should. What we should be saying is like, oh, we might win one of these things. We can't win this thing, but we can win these other two things. Um, it's a bit like when you lose a title race and then you're still in like an FA Cup and you can kind of go like, oh, if we still get top four in an FA Cup... That's at least, like, good. Uh, which was the position we were in last season, you know, when we had, um, when we were aiming for top four in Europa League, and obviously we lost that final. And it was like, okay, we can't win the league now, because, you know, that was after we lost to Sheffield United and the season got derailed, and Man City suddenly were 11 points clear of us. But, like, how... Not sad, it wasn't a sad thing, but sitting there with my dad being like, oh, which, which of our, like... Out of Chelsea and like Liverpool, we want Chelsea to win, then we want Real Madrid to win, then preferably Man City to win the league. <laughs> like it was, a... but we we're doing that last season as well. We were doing that last season as well. Um, to me, preferably, obviously Liverpool have already got the Carabao Cup. Chelsea, I actually have respect for Chelsea. Um, if they win the FA Cup, that would be preferable. Uh, Real Madrid to beat, because uh, I have respect for Real Madrid as well. Uh, there's there's certain teams I do look at and think like okay I'm not like rooting for you to win but I have respect for you you know um, like Real Madrid I got a bit of respect for um, and obviously they've been very good so like yeah prefer so preferably City to win the league <laughs> um, Real Madrid to win the Champions League although if Man City win the Champions League it's not that much, that's not that big of a deal to me although it's their first one you don't really want them to have the first one but. If you were to say to me, like, do you want Liverpool to win the league or Man City to win um, Champions League? Uh, sorry, not Man City. Yeah, Man City to win, Champ- like, whatever. Like, anyway, it's a bit of a mess, so. <sighs> um, yeah, but yeah, Man City for the league, which is what I prefer. Again, I don't want them to win the league, but I don't want Liverpool winning it either, and there's no other option. Um, that to happen, then... Real Madrid to win Champions League and then Chelsea to win FA Cup. To me, that that out of what we have available right now, that's the best options for me. 
and if Liverpool win the quad, um, oh, and this might be might be a strange thing to say, if if Liverpool win three trophies, so Champions League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup, that actually doesn't bother me that much. I know I hate Liverpool, but it's the league title. I just so I know they've already won it. They won it what two seasons ago. So it just irks me the wrong way about Liverpool winning the league. Um, yeah, I, I would honest, I would honestly take. So if you'd ask, obviously they've already got one of the four. If you were to say to me, like, okay, they can win the Premier League, but not the other two, I would prefer that they win the three, but not win the league. To end up being Liverpool getting more trophies, but if you would ask, if you were to suggest to me, they win the Champions League, FA Cup, and Carabao Cup, but not the league, I take that. I just it makes me almost like uncomfortable knowing that Liverpool have won the league. Um, so. But they've already got one of the four anyway, so... Oh, dear. Um, anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you all very much for mis- for listening to this uh, misery. Um, although I'm not causing it, am I? So, yeah. But uh, there we go. I'll see you all in two weeks for Crystal Palace. My phone is on 1% battery, so that's nice. Uh, see, Man United, look, look what you're doing to me. You're draining my battery. You're making me annoyed. And you're losing games still. Well done. Good stuff. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, if you want to write in, let me know what you think of everything. Um, what would you prefer the different teams to to win? Are you not bothered about Liverpool winning the league? Um, would you prefer City to win it? Let me know your thoughts on all that, those selections, and everything else involved with all of that. Um, you can let me know those thoughts. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's contact page and information in your show notes. Also, an email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name you can find our content in the meantime on entertainmenttalk.org and podcast platforms entertainment talk tv games films main night podcast take a look at all that if you want to support us in different ways you can either listen to our podcast entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk check out all of that um for all of those things uh, you can also tell other people about what we're doing, either by just telling them or using social media, uh, sharing the podcast around on those places. That's really helpful. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, if you're TV and your film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesday, so renewals, cancellations, air dates, casting news, all that good stuff, trailers, everything else like that. Geektown Radio, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio comes out on Tuesdays. Uh, it is Bex's birthday today because she's not. The, it's good that she's not a May United fan. She'll be let down on her birthday. Um, but go and support what Bex is doing. Of course, it's her birthday. Go and wish her a happy birthday as well. Um, you can find her stuff if you search for Trista B Y T E S on Twitch for the streams, and then Twitter and Instagram if you'd like to do that, which would be good. You can follow me on Twitch as well, Eddie Talk UK, um, for different gaming streams, uh, career mode stuff, which is going well, all that sort of thing. Um, there's also uh, yeah, Twitch eTalk UK. If you miss those streams, you can find the archives of those, or the um, game clips. There's a ton of those over on the YouTube channel, which is Entertainment Talk Players. All right, I need to put this episode up and uh, then do the gaming talk episode. I will see you all next time. Goodbye.